from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch! I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Thursday edition, just a little plug ahead tomorrow on the road. We're at the Omni Downtown Nashville SEC Basketball Tournament started on Wednesday, and we're excited about that. Crowds are going to be good. A couple of my boys, my sons are going to be there today. I'm going to check out several of the games, but I look forward to it. We'll be down there in Kitchen Notes, so that is to the right of the lobby, all the way into the back area. You'll see it. Just keep walking, keep going meandering through there, through kitchen notes, and we're in the back area. It's a separate room. You're totally welcome to be there, to come in there and hang out with us. That is tomorrow, Friday edition, on the road at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Looking looking forward to it. Interesting show so far today. Yeah, very, very interesting. Oh, Georgia Dog's the one that uh, he was in Vegas, and it was the Council Bluffs guy. I couldn't remember. Yeah, Georgia Dog interviewed that guy and uh, said, state your name and your city, Council Bluffs, so we could get it on the airwaves. Yeah, that's that's what happened there. That's what happened in that situation. Yeah, Jay Book, when we get him, Obviously, want to get a Buckeye update going into the spring here. Get his thoughts on the future of the Big Ten. Does he see them reaching out anytime soon to Washington and Oregon? What he thinks is happening with the Pac-12 right now, among other things. And if you have some individual players you want to talk about, that's fine, too. If you have any players you want to be specified during our conversation, that absolutely works as well. Interesting earlier when we were talking about Michigan, Ohio State. I mean, you can do the same thing. But, see, right now the Auburn-Alabama matchup, even though they have close games, even when Alabama's clearly better, some of those games are really close. And Auburn does beat Alabama more than Michigan has Ohio State over the last, let's say, 15 years. 
Michigan's got the last two. But the matchup item isn't really the same with Auburn and Alabama like it is currently with Michigan and Ohio State. Now, Hugh Freeze taking that Auburn job, and I don't know if Robbie Ashford's going to be the quarterback or not. I think he is tailor-made for what Hugh Freeze likes to do, though. I don't know if that means he gets the job or not. I do not know. But I think he would be – he flashed last year at, at times. And Hugh Freeze is a brilliant offensive mind. Yeah, brilliant offensive mind. I know a lot of people don't like him. That's fine. If you don't like him, that's fine. But he is a brilliant football mind, offensive mind, developer of talent putting the pieces on the field that fit the job description. He's really good at all that. He is. He's quirky, kind of weird. I get all that. He bobble thumps some. People don't like that. Some people don't like that. I understand. I'm just telling you, that one's going to be interesting too. It's going to take time to develop. I don't know that this year you'll see the impact like that somebody brought it up it might have been the sec network the other day is there a team in the sec or you could pick any other league big 10 that will emerge like tennessee did this last year now to some people that wasn't a big shock brad had them in his top 10 before a game was played before Tennessee went up to Pittsburgh and played in that opener. There were a few people that had him in the top 10. I wasn't sure I had him that high. I had him, I think I had him top 15 probably. Now, once they got going into the season, particularly after the LSU game, I said, okay, that's easily a top 10 team. It's got to be. But. Is there a team that you see rising up like that this year? 614 Rob, ask Jay Book to talk about the relationship between Bucknuts and the Ohio State NIL called the Foundation. I will. Yeah, Jay Book is very vocal about his disappointment. And the support. Now, the biggest problem you have, and this is not just at Ohio State, but Ohio State is a really big brand, so it gets magnified. People like Gene Smith apparently don't want to cooperate with the collective. If it involves him endorsing or because there's kind of a competition for the money pool, right? I don't know how many people thought this out. I talked about it some. But when you're talking about name image likeness, which basically that's a joke, we ba- we need we need another name because that is a lie. We may, you know how we have the verboten list? This just hit me. We may have to take NIL and ban it from the show. Now, not the topic, but the title, name, image, likeness, we need to probably cast that off the show and come up with a new name. 
something that's kind of mocking it too, right? It's got to be kind of a mock. If you have any good ideas, let me know. Now, we can just call it pay for play. Is that is that nifty enough? That's what's happening. That's all we're talking about now. But anyways, when you have the school and or the athletic department asking for donations, which you're always, doesn't matter what school we're talking about, you are 100% of the time, every year, into infinity, always asking for donations. That day never ends. Every day, every hour, every year, forever, you're in the we need donations. Money people, more, more, more. So there's your your money pool. The collective is also going to try and tap into that area. Why not? So there's a conflict there. Yeah, we want to get the good players, and we know what it takes to get the good players, but it also involves competition for the same money pool in some cases. And Gene Smith, according to Jay Book and other people we've talked to, doesn't want to cooperate. If 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 they need something, if the collective needs something from Gene Smith, they don't get much of a reply other than a cold shoulder. And that's been a problem, and that will continue to be a problem unless the collective found different money. But see, that could still be a problem because that could be new money that the athletic department on their own could get. And remember, athletic departments are not allowed to pay the players. Now that's a joke. But it's, it's the rule. The collective's supposed to do. So it'll be interesting. No fan in the 863. Would it be possible for Florida State or any other team to go independent? Make a deal with a streaming service for a boatload of cash? I don't think so. Um, I, I don't think... Well, let, let me put it this way. Of the teams in the leagues that are looking for more, Oregon, Washington, Florida State, Clemson, they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't do what Notre Dame does. No. No. I mean, why would, why would some, now it have to be a reputable, big money streaming entity, big tech or something. Why would they want Florida State? What would be the unique fit? You know why they'd want Notre Dame. It's a worldwide brand. And Notre Dame's already got their deal, and it's going to be a lot bigger with NBC. But why would you want Oregon? As a standalone independent, we make our own deal. You know, and let's, now, now, let, let's say that a Nike – said we'll fund it. I mean, Nike, $50 million to Nike ain't no money. They dish that out in shoe contract money for athletes left and right. What if Nike just said, go independent. I'll pay. We'll, we'll pay. We'll, we'll send the athletic department $50 million a year. Your new deal, if you agree to it with whatever Apple TV or whatever it's going to be, is going to be about $20, 22000000 million. We'll pay you 50 Now, again, I don't know what – 
Phil Knight's got that kind of money. That, that ain't no money for him. He's probably already given that kind of money to the school. But, no, there, there's no team that needs the additional revenue that could go independent and survive on their own. That would be a huge risk to do that. Yeah, that'd be a very big risk. Jay Book in about two, three minutes, three, four minutes will join us out in Scottsdale, Arizona. Any questions you have, you can go ahead and front load them. Hoptown Boy, just change it from NIL, name, image, likeness, to NIL, now I'm loaded. <laughs> uh, we've got to come up with something. That's that, that one is funny. Remember, I wanted some humor in there. That is pretty funny. Yeah, I want something that is good as the word commitment. That one's that's a high bar now. I know that's probably not fair. Pretty good. All right, Jay Book when we come back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from TaylorMade. Featuring the Stealth 2 Woods and Irons, the new Stealth 2 Woods combines speed and forgiveness to unlock forgiveness. And the new Stealth HD Irons deliver high launch with draw bias to give you the confidence to expect better shots more often. Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Celebrate the history of our national pastime at the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown. See priceless treasures that'll bring your baseball memories to life. Connect with events that have shaped and changed the game and our country. Our stories to tell, your memories to share. Plan your visit today at baseballhall.org. Welcome to Smashville. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Thursday, March 16th for St. Patrick's Day as your Nashville Predators take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Make sure you purchase the special St. Paddy's Day pack. It's presented by Corner Pub and it's available now at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. The pack includes two tickets to the game, $20 in Nash cash, and $1 lucky one scotch ales at downtown Corner Pub starting at just $129. Let's go Preds! Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. 
So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's, it's Miss Amy now for everybody, uh, right? Apparently it's, it's Miss Amy. Amy. It's Miss Amy, Miss Amy. I call her AAS. I call her owner. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, the boss. You know what she is? She's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I, uh, she, Damn, uh, bro. She oh, knows, she's she oh, knows, she's a gangster. Yeah, oh, she knows what she she's does. a gangster. She knows what she's doing. Yep. Craig Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. Hey, book with us out in Scottsdale. We can talk Buckeyes, Big Ten, college football. He's out west. We'll probably ask him about the Pac-12 or whatever's left of it, and is it imploding right in front of us? Jay Book, how's uh, football going right now? How's practice going? Practice is going well. Can you, can you hear me okay, Bill? Gotcha. Yes, sir. Practice is going well. They're actually out there right now, and uh, everybody's pretty excited about the quarterback competition that's brewing right now. You're going to see a lot of younger guys highly recruited who haven't got their opportunities to get that opportunity down in the screen. So right now you're looking at a, an Ohio State team that has a lot of holes um, and question marks that they need to answer. But at, at the same time, they're very excited about the potential of some of these younger guys. I wasn't even thinking of this, but couldn't we get my boy who I drove to Little League basketball practice for years Mitch Rossi, like a seventh or eighth year of eligibility. Is there any way to get that done? <laughs> I would love to. I mean, he, he he's kind of your jack-of-all-trades type of guy. I mean, he was playing tight end uh, against Georgia in that bowl, so love to, would love to get him back there. So I I, I don't know if that is there, but absolutely, if he wants to come back. <laughs> Tom in Myrtle Beach. Ask about Davison Igbenosin. Now, that's for everybody, the Ole Miss transfer, DB. And is it is it too early to know how he's doing or how's he fitting in? Uh, quick, quick little story uh, with the with him in the defensive backs, Bill. One of the biggest gripes amongst Ohio State fans over the last several years when it comes to the Ohio State DBs is their inability to turn their head and find the football There was a couple clips of David in practice, perfect technique, tremendous speed, turns around, finds the football, and you want to talk about an uproar from the Ohio State fans, just said, oh, my goodness, finally we have a defensive back who's getting their head around to to find the ball. 
but I think he's going to be a starter. Uh, listening to the coaches post uh, practice the other day on Monday, they were raving about him. He's a big guy, 6'2", out there, really showing the technique, the footwork coming from the SEC. So I either look for him to be uh, a starter opposite of Denzel Burke. At worst, he'll be your slot starting corner. One thing about Jimbo's defense is he would like to play three safeties, one safety in a slot. I think they're going to transition away from that, and I think this kid with his size, his athleticism, and technique will be able to fill that role. Tom also wants to know about Sonny Styles, and you and I have talked about it before, but is he a safety or is he going to be some kind of size-wise, an outside linebacker, or what is he going to be? He's a big kid. Uh, I was looking up his, his spring uh, measurements, and they got him listed at about 6'4", 220, 225 right now. Uh, they, they believe he's going to be a safety. They say he's going to be one of the best 11 defensive players, so they're going to try to move him around, try to find a spot for him. With this defense of Jill knows where he does like to throw in a lot of wrinkles, and it is a safety-driven defense. They will absolutely find a way for Sonny Styles to get on the field and make an impact. Josh in Picktown, he moved from London, Ohio. He now lives in Picktown, Pickerington, asks about Dylan Rayola. Now, just a little background for everybody. He was committed to Ohio State and then a while back decommitted. Sounded like Georgia was in the lead. Then he took a trip to Nebraska where his dad played, and I believe his uncle's on the staff. They were in the lead. Then he just went to Southern Cal, and he's getting crystal balled as now leaning to them. Now, again, I don't know what the truth is. But specifically, Josh wants to know, Jay Book, did the Buckeyes rescind that offer? Is that what happened? Well, to be perfectly honest, no one really knows besides Dylan and the Ohio State staff. You ask around, and it's pretty much been hush-hush which to me, typically you can find some type of answer over time when it comes to recruiting, especially a high-profile one. But for whatever reason, no one can really pinpoint what the issues are with Dylan. I know there's a lot of Hall State fans out there that I talk to in the message boards as well as, as, well as social media. They view Dylan's actions as a red flag. He's on his third high school going into his senior year. He just transferred to Pinnacle from Chandler High School, which was – a powerhouse out here in Arizona. He transferred to Pinnacle, which is now a feeder program to USC. Now all of a sudden, you start getting crystal balls to USC. At one point last month, a lot of people thought that Georgia had to leave there. Some people speculate that Georgia may have pulled out of that recruitment. You can take it, you know, how you see fit. But I just think there's a, a, a lot of question marks around Dylan. And I will say this, following recruiting bill for numerous years, Usually when there's, there's some type of circus surrounding the kid's recruitment, the chances of that kid panning out has been slim. I mean, you can just go back and look at all of the kids, you know, past history who's had somewhat of a circus type of recruitment. There's always something to behold when it comes to those type of recruits, and it's only going to increase, especially when you're able to freely transfer today's game. That's a good point. Jay Book with us. Talk Big Ten. We can talk Ohio State. We can talk West Coast. I do want to get into the Pac-12, but what do you think's happening with the Big Ten right now? They've got this fat, juicy, new $1 billion per year contract 
that is the most beautiful one ever in college sports history. And they really don't need anybody else, right? I mean, they don't need another team. What do you think their thinking is regarding Washington and Oregon? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they need anyone else, Bill. I mean, the, the bottom line is, and you know this, it's all about the money. Can Washington, can Oregon increase the pot to the rest of these schools that are in, in the, um, the Big Ten? USC, UCLA, they're obviously going to bring that L.A. market. They're going to be able to enhance the brand. Yes, it's not ideal as for those two teams travel-wise, but at the end of the day, money speaks. And can Washington, can Oregon enhance? I don't know. I've seen situations and scenarios thrown around that Washington and Oregon believe they have a standing offer from the Big Ten with a caveat that they will have to take less money than the rest of the schools. Now, if you're Washington and Oregon, if that's true, you have to ask yourself if taking less money in the Big Ten is going to be more profitable than us staying in the Pac-12. If so, why haven't you jumped at that opportunity? So I'm a little skeptical about that. I look at the Big Ten to say, hey, you're good right now. You're going to be. You're going to have one of the best deals in the in the all of college football. You're going to be coming up on a second contract before the ACC is able to get out of their deal. You have a sweetheart deal for where you're going to have you know Fox and NBC and the other networks. They're all going to be cross promoting your brand from the time that football kicks off until nighttime. It's going to be Big Ten football on. So I think they're in a great position just to sit still and kind of see how the dominoes affect right now because I truly believe the Pac-12 is on the brink of collapsing. I want to ask you about that, but is there a leader in the clubhouse for the open Big Ten commissioner job? I have not heard anything in regards to the Big Ten commissioner. There was a lot of smoke at one point amongst the Hall State faithful believe that Gene Smith uh, to have that job if he wanted to, and he shot it down and said, I'm good, stand the athletic director at Ohio State. So at the moment, there has not been any type of chatter that I heard that says, hey, this is the person that may be the leader for the Big Ten commissioner job. You mentioned just then about the Pac-12, and I'll use the word imploding, but right now it's public. They're trying to find a media partner for the future. It's not going well. ESPN's flirting with them. They're lowballing them because they don't have to do anything other than lowball them. There's some talk about Apple TV, which would be just streaming those games, which would make them further out of sight, out of mind. There's more rumors about Arizona and Arizona State maybe heading to the Big 12, and you're, what, a couple of tee shots away from that Arizona State campus there, Jay Book. Just take all of that mess and tell me what you think's going on. Yeah, I just think that Pac-12 is in a tough situation. I don't know how much, as far as the revenue, they're going to be able to generate from these networks. There's a lot of people out there that believe that streaming has kind of hit its ceiling. A lot of people was banking that streaming being an integral part in these TV negotiations, but a lot of people believe that that may have maxed themselves out right now. Apple TV, I mean, how many people are going to be able to watch a Pac-12 game if it's, if it's on Apple TV. Uh, I've heard rumors that Colorado wants out. They want to go back to the Big 12. There's been talk on the Utah 
24-7 message board that there's that they may head to the uh, Big 12 if given the opportunity, but at the same time, there's certain schools within the Pac-12 that are trying to uh, bring everybody together. As you mentioned, Arizona State here in my backyard, they would love more to find a landing spot. If they need the Big 12, uh, then so be it. You're not going to – Arizona State's not going to go by themselves so if they're going to go to the Big 12, obviously Arizona's going to follow behind them. As far as the Pac-12, you're talking about bringing SMU and uh, San Diego into the conference. Will that move the needle? I highly doubt it. <laughs> I mean, SMU, it would be kind of fascinating to see if they can really build that program up, but bringing San Diego in, I mean, you, you look at the Pac-12 now, what is one of the biggest issues is the fan engagement. It's totally different in SEC and Big Ten country. You can go to a Pac-12 game for five or ten bucks and, and, and have great seats and the crowd is halfway full. Just a total fan engagement in a Pac-12 is completely different than the major power brands in college football right now. Not only that, Jay Book, but let's just say here in a few weeks or a month, Pac-12 announces some media agreement and it's mid-20s or something. Per team, Oregon and Washington's not going to sign a grant of rights. There's no way you you don't sign that. Yeah, I mean, why would you sign it? <laughs> I mean, you. I think the if you go back to the original roots of the problem, I truly believe when Larry Scott was the commissioner of the Pac-12, when he failed to get them on Direct TV a deal, uh, I think that right there was just kind of the start of the downfall. Because if you look at the Big Ten, they started their Big Ten network. They were right out the gate, boom, right there on direct TV. Myself out here in, in Arizona, I can just flip to 610, channel 16, and I can watch all the Big Ten games, Pac-12 network. I live out here, and I still can't even find a Pac-12 network. And, and that kind of just tells you the, the dire situation that they're in. So if you're in Washington and Oregon, there's no way I'm going to tie myself for a long period of time to a streaming service that is questionable at best. All right, this is a good one. I wasn't even thinking about this, but I should have. Time in Myrtle Beach. Is Devin Brown going to wear 33? Is he really going to wear 33 if he gets the starting job at quarterback? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, what a, what, what a sight that's going to be. I, I, I have mixed feelings about that deal. There's one part of me that's like, I don't, I don't like it. I mean, I want my quarterback to have a traditional number out there. But at the same time, it tells me this kid is extremely confident in his abilities that he believes that, hey, I'm going to wear 33, the number I wore in peewee football, and I'm going to go out there and perform and make a name for myself. I just, I just view one of, those, one of those odd numbers as a quarterback. It reminds me of uh, the Michigan quarterback, Gardner, who wore number 98. <laughs> that was ugly. Um, and everybody made fun of that kid, but he still performed really well. So, yeah, 33 for right now, it sounds like that's the number he's going to roll with this, this year. Ryan Day said when he first saw it, it reminded him of Larry Bird out there. That would be I, – I would like it. It would be funny. And then let's just say it goes out there and he plays well, and let's face it, uh, Ohio State's had a <laughs> – decades-long run of good quarterback play, so no reason to think he won't play well if he's the starter. But that would be so funny. And the the <laughs> social media would be even funnier. No telling. I know. I know. I, when it was announced that he changed his number 
you kind of had the mixed reaction. You had some people said, we're not serious. This kid is not serious about winning the quarterback job if he's willing to go out there in number 33. And then you had the, another side of the fan base that said, I love it. I like it. It shows that the kid is uh, he's confident in his abilities and he, he believes that where his old peewee number is, is good luck for him. So, hey, he's going out there having fun. As long as he can win football games and go and beat Michigan, that's all I care about. Jay Book, good stuff, man, my man. Appreciate it very much. All right. Talk to you soon. Have a good one. There he is. Jay Book with us. Oh, man, is he good. Man, is he good. No core, said Bill. Jay, uh, Jay Book nailed it. As soon as the direct TV was a no-go, I knew Larry was a failure, Larry Scott. That's a very good point, as well, by Jay Book. Yeah, he hit the baseball 500 feet on that interview. Not many people can do that. Yeah, he did. All right, let's do this. Let's take the break. Outstanding delivery there by Jay Book. On the Nashville Hotel, where we're going to be tomorrow. locations nationally, including Smyrna. Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Fun is in full bloom, Tennessee, and the multiplier instant games are buzzing in. These colorful tickets offer chances to multiply your wins 10, 20, 50, and even 100 times. It's a beautiful day for bigger and bigger prizes, and they're ripe for the picking right now. Find the multiplier instant games today at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This responsible gaming message is brought to you by the Tennessee Lottery. When you play the lottery, it's important to play responsibly. Know your limit and spend only what you can afford. Set a budget and stick to it. And remember, as long as you're having fun, you're always a winner in our book. The Tennessee Lottery is a proud supporter of National Problem Gambling Awareness Month. To learn more about problem gambling resources, visit tnlottery.com. 
When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. If you were going to hire Tim Kelly, you, they've been done for over a month. I mean, that would have already been done. This is where you scoured the ends of the earth and you just went in-house. Because if you look at the OCs, they've been coming from within on Mike Rabel's staff. What happened? Uh, what happened? I mean, I don't know. There could be a lot of different things that happened. I'm not uh, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The arena of ideas is now open for your telephonic interactions. 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. No cap, Bill, you didn't ask Jay Book about the Kyle McCord and is it Paige Sporanic? What's her first name? Everything he says that I have seen is that he has a high school sweetheart. Yeah, I thought, I mean, I not that I looked into that that much, but I thought I saw somebody writing where he is still with his girlfriend from back in high school there in Philly. Tom in Myrtle Beach says TMZ was creating that rumor. I'm sure his girlfriend probably wasn't real happy about it. <laughs> no, particularly if she pulls up a picture of, is it, again, is it Paige Peranic? I, I guess. Wow. Uh, that would be, I'm telling you now, if Devin Brown wins that job, and we'll find out, when we find out who gets that job between those two. And he trots out there with number 33. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. That is funny. <laughs> you imagine. Now, again, I'm, I'm a traditionalist too, but I'm not a snob about it. And, I mean, I don't want every quarterback wearing some crazy. Now, I just think that would be funny. Remember, he Shuler at Tennessee wore number 21. John Hadle wore number 21. In the NFL. That's what I actually watched years and years ago. That would be funny. That'd be, boy, that would be so funny. <laughs> uh, good questions for the audience there, too, man, which I knew that would happen. Time in Myrtle Beach segment with Jay Book was excellent. 
as always. G-word information and insight about Buckeye football and more. He's good. Larry in North Carolina, who is a big Michigan fan, regarding Hugh Freeze, I have some concerns. His last season at Liberty was not stellar. That offense scored only 22 versus Virginia Tech, 14 versus New Mexico State, 19 in their bowl game versus Toledo. They barely beat Gardner-Webb. Those are issues, Bill. Well, and yeah, I mean, that that is not, that presentation you just listed is not attractive. You're right. But, but Hugh Freeze, his scope is much wider than that. And uh, I've seen what he can do. And his other time spent there at Liberty is impressive. Now, that right there, you, know, you just listed some items that are real. Those are real numbers. But I think if when I broaden out the entire scope of Hugh Freeze, and I'm not worried about the he called the hookers and that whole mess. I mean, that was a horrible look, but I'm not I'm not considering that. I'm thinking about him as a coach on the field. Dude is really good. I, I'd be surprised. Let me put it this way. I'll be shocked if he fails to make Auburn a significant problem for the SEC member institutions. I wanted to go academia on you there. For the student athletes of the league, Bill. I'd be surprised. Now, I don't know if we're going to see that by October. It may take a transition year or two, but two items. Number one, we all know you can win at Auburn. It's a good gig, despite being in the state of the biggest bully in history, Alabama football. You can win at Auburn. That is not debatable, okay? That's not up for debate. And number two, you have a guy who I think can lead them back to that type level. Now, where would they fit? We don't know that. I don't know that. But I'd be surprised if Auburn doesn't become, if you've got to go play them, whether it's your place or their place, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a, it's a fight that you're not looking forward to. After the fight, you're going to have a black eye, your lip's going to be bleeding, and you're going to need probably some stitches. That kind of deal. They're going to – you can get dudes to Auburn. You absolutely can get dudes to Auburn. Now, where will they fit? Because LSU isn't going anywhere. Alabama obviously isn't going anywhere. A&M is better than 5-7. and seven. We'll find out this year what the real meaning of that was. Ole Miss is pretty good under baby Kip. Mississippi State will not be any good. That won't be a problem. And Arkansas, if it's 21, can be a problem. Last year, they fell to pieces by at least comparing what their expectations were. So, I look, I'd be surprised. I also... Look, I told you folks, I didn't pick them to win the West. 
But I said before they played it down, before they looked like garbage in that Florida State game, Brian Kelly is going to make LSU once again an issue. They're going to be a tough team. And that happened much faster than I thought. I was 100% confident he would do it. But I didn't think it'd be that fast. And, again, now they needed a combination of things. Let's face it, Alabama is not Alabama at their peak. They weren't this last year, despite being heavily favored, and they're not right now, heading into spring. They're not right now. Speaking of that, I'll be talking with Kevin Hagan here this morning in a couple of hours. If you have any questions for him, post them a little later this morning. 11.15-ish Central Time is when we tape that. Thursday, Central Time now. So if you have any questions for him, you can post them, and I'll find them when I'm taping the interview. Patton gets us going with that every day. Jim and Jupiter said you should call the NIL the gravy train. Here's, here's what he's referring to. Earlier, I sent out a plea. We need a new name. I think we need to ban, not yet, but at some point, completely ban, cancel, the term or the phrase name, image, likeness, and come up with our own, which makes a mockery of the whole idea. Kind of like the Hegon Gateway transfer. Welcome to Smashville. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Thursday, March 16th for St. Patrick's Day as your Nashville Predators take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Make sure you purchase the special St. Patty's Day pack. It's presented by Corner Pub, and it's available now at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. The pack includes two tickets to the game, $20 in Nash cash, and $1 lucky one scotch ales at downtown Corner Pub, starting at just $129. Let's go, Preds! Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com, you can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at tlinenash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville, Nashville's first curling venue is here. There's a weekend in July where the baseball world revolves around a village in upstate New York. Baseball Hall of Fame induction weekend in Cooperstown is an unforgettable experience filled with family-friendly activities and priceless moments. Make your plans today for July 21st through the 24th for the induction of Fred McGriff and Scott Rowland as the class of 2023. Visit BaseballHall.org today for the entire schedule. See you in Cooperstown where the journey becomes legend. 
What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. While working, he eats kale and pets a cat. Bill King is a multitasker. Quick note here on Twitter. Good point by Jeff, too. Says, as an Alabama fan, I always find it eerie that when Alabama seems to falter in football, they excel in the non-football sports. Basketball and baseball are both on pace for their best years ever. Football faltered by Saban standards. It's a good point. This basketball team is absolutely good enough to be in the Final Four. And they've never been there in the history of the school. So that would be the best year ever. And the baseball team now, the baseball team, those David Maganin teams in the 80s and stuff, I don't know about that, but baseball team's undefeated. Now, the flip side of that is who – have they played anybody of, of substance? Undefeated's hard to be, though. I mean, regardless of that, to be undefeated right now is very difficult. And nobody else is undefeated. LSU's got that one loss. It was to Iowa. Florida's got, what, a loss or two. Tennessee's got three losses. That's hard. No, that's very, very hard to do. Allen in Tampa, Florida. Welcome in, sir. What's up, buddy? How you doing? You still pulling up that tank, or what's happening down there? Yeah, I'm at I'm at Lake uh, Unleaded Gasoline. Called, we call it Lake Unleaded. That is just pure gasoline, just sitting there. Yeah, we're at a Carvinal place about a half a mile from Fort Lauderdale Airport, and we pulled the tank out yesterday. It had three holes in it. So that's what happens when you have a tank in the ground. It's been leaking for ten, twelve years. Now, do you have to have that in writing to where they they know that's not your fault or anything? Oh, they found they found they found uh, pure gasoline and they got monitoring wells. They put it in the ground to yeah. test the groundwater to keep you know check it. Right. And there's a uh, three foot of gas in the monitoring well before we ever got here. Wow. Now, what will they do after you leave? How can they get that out of there? Well, we're digging all the contaminated soil out now. We got back trucks coming every day, and we're backing out the the uh, gas out of the bottom of the hole. Oh, so okay, and then they can take enough of the soil out that's that's 
That's what I'm doing Polluted. now. I've been loading dump trucks. I've been loading dump trucks yesterday and today. We're loading, loading the soil out, digging it out now. And now, then, what uh, about the what about the gas smell? Is that kind of overwhelming or not? Oh, it's nasty. I've, I've had a headache yesterday, and I got one today. It's bad. I bet because the 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 soil doesn't really mask that oil that 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 gasoline smell, right? When I put the dirt in the back of the truck, you can see vapors coming up off the dirt. Oh gosh. Oh, no. Wow. Oh. I, I might be able to get the de- deluxe chicken uh, nugget platter after I do this job here. Might be able to order two. Uh, oh, I tell my grandkids to be happy because they, they can't they can't agree on ice water, so I get one for each. Right. <laughs> She's 13 and he's six, and they, I'm telling you, they cannot agree on ice water. That's pretty typical, though. He's taking up the same school, and she won't ride in the same car with him. <laughs> You pick because you don't want to be seen with him because he, he's uh, not cool, I guess. If you go to pick him up, they, they can't. She won't get in the same car with him. Yeah, I understand. It's hilarious. But uh, I heard TJ talking about our nose. I think we're gonna have a good year this year. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I mean, it's it's all about the follow through. We've talked about it. It's all about seeing seeing what they accomplished last year through this year, and they have everything yeah. there to do it. Oh yeah, they uh, we got the golf tournament uh, in May, so I'm looking forward to that. And Norval will be there; it'll be kind of fun. They're coming off a pretty good season, but uh, they'll be interesting season. I'm looking forward for the first time in since probably fourteen, fifteen. I'm looking forward to football season. Yeah, it's yeah, I know, I know. You were heck, you were talking about not even renewing your uh, your suite. No, I wasn't going to. My grandkids, they love it, you know. I got some right. customers that are big FSU fans. I take them up there. They enjoy it. And my lawyer down in Fort Myers, my state lawyer, he he comes with his kids. They have a good time. So it's it's, it's more about the you know the, the the friends you make and your family. It probably I don't know if you've ever sat down and and put it on paper, but it probably pays for itself. You know something, Bill. I've been very fortunate in life. You know my my story. I don't have much education, but to sit there and watch my grandkids. It just makes it, it just it, nothing makes me happier. Right. And the coolest thing is the first game we ever went to at FSU ever. I won some tickets and sold them. I finally got the money to buy tickets to the football game. And our very first seats we went to twenty eight, twenty nine years ago are outside in front of the window to the box I have now. That's my first game I went to. Oh my gosh! I can sit in that seat in my little headquarters there. Look out the window, and I can see me and my wife and my son sitting there in the hot sun. He was about, uh, what was he, 10, maybe 8, eight 10 years old. So that's kind of circle of life, my friend. That is. That's very ironic. Yeah. When you get out of life. Miami? Never. <laughs> I, uh, I got an environmental lawyer I do a lot of work for. He called me yesterday and said, uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up down there, so you need to get ready. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> but it's going to be probably – I'm going home tomorrow. I'll be back Sunday. I'll be down here probably off and on for the next three or four months. Well, they'll they'll keep – I tell you, let me put it this way. They, they'll keep the nuggets coming. At least you get something for it. Uh, we might get some steak, man. <laughs> they got a thing up there, a package you can buy, where they, they send a dude in your suite to slice raw roast beef for you. And it, it's just astronomical. Have a good one, buddy. Who's music? Thanks, man. Enjoy. 
Allen in Tampa, except he's not a pitcher. It's Miami. Digging bad stuff up, too. Tomorrow on the road, Rippiami. Omazibi, the angelic tones will join us. Also, Kevin Hagan, I take that today, and Brad in hour number three. See you at the Omni tomorrow in the 615. Flashback.